0: The epistle is from Ephesians chapter 5. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, his body, and he is himself its savior. Now as the church submits to Christ, so also wives should submit in everything to their husbands. Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her In the name of Jesus, amen. Recent studies tell us that one in four marriages are likely to end in divorce. Infidelity, fights over money, lack of communication, unrealistic expectations, and lack of intimacy are some of the reasons that are given for divorce. Regardless of the specific reasons given, though, there is something that is underneath all of these reasons that is the primary cause for divorce. And that is often not mentioned. That cause, or that thing, is the old Adam. The sinful nature that we all possess, that sinful nature that is a part of us. You see, the old Adam demands to have complete freedom. Freedom. The sinful nature wants complete control of the checkbook. That sinful nature wants sex on demand, security, and the attention of others. It wants all of these things and more without the hassle of having to communicate with one another. And when that sinful nature, when its freedom is hindered or challenged, it throws a fit. I want what I want and I want it right now, and nobody can tell me otherwise, especially my spouse. Now, this old Adam is bad enough for one person, but consider when two sinful natures go at each other in marriage. When the sinful nature is in control, the husband and the wife, they become like competing military forces throwing grenades at each other from their own dug foxholes with sinful grit they neither give an inch or show any mercy to each other they will fight to the death to protect the sinful nature's beloved freedom they will launch accusations at each other they will self-justify and play the victim card when necessary and after the hell of marital war sets in and when there is no turning back well, those divorce papers are filed. And the reason given for divorce? Well, it is simplified to a simple reason, something that can be palatable and understood. Well, we divorce because of money or a lack of intimacy or something else. Please keep in mind that I'm not referring to divorces due to abuse or abandonment or adultery, for divorce is permissible and many times needed In such circumstances. But rather the point that we must keep in mind. Is that the sinful nature in all of us. Is that which inevitably causes divorce. And if not divorce. Well this sinful nature wreaks havoc. In our personal lives. And wreaks havoc in marriage. Perhaps even your marriage. Permit me an opportunity to explain. You see, our society, it romanticizes freedom. Our society teaches us that freedom, yes, that freedom is the pinnacle of happiness. To be self reliant and free from others is a sign of true empowerment. Whereas to be submissive and in the control of somebody else, in somebody else's debt, well, that is imprisonment that must be escaped. Now, this kind of thinking falls right in line with the appetite of the sinful nature. And believe it or not, this kind of thinking is completely contrary to the essence of marriage, to the essence of Christianity. In today's epistle reading from Ephesians, the fifth chapter, right before it in verse 20, the Apostle Paul says this, he says this, Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. One more time. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Yes, wives, submit to your husbands. And husbands, submit to your wives. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. But we do not like to submit, do we? To submit is to be put under someone else. To submit is to obey another, to be under somebody else's control. However, this is exactly what a husband and wife are called into when they enter into marriage, into the estate of marriage. I think it could be said that there is no greater attack upon the sinful nature and its beloved so-called freedom than marriage. You see, when a husband and wife, when they enter into marriage, they're joining together to submit to one another. The woman vows to love and to honor and to respect her husband in good times and in bad. And the man, well, he vows to love and cherish and sacrifice for his wife in good times and bad. However, that old Adam, that sinful nature that we all have, tries to throw these imprisoning vows out, resulting in women not respecting their husbands and men not sacrificing for their wives. For example, the sinful nature has its way when women gather together for social gatherings where the main topic of conversation is the husband. More often than not, these conversations are not geared around gratitude and respect for the husband, but rather complaints and grumbling and eye-rolling and sighing. In these gatherings, the husband, he is, he's raked over the coals. He's disrespected. That disrespect abounds. And after these social gatherings... Well, emboldened and maybe even filled with anger, the wife returns home where the husband becomes the target of passive-aggressive, nagging, complaining, criticisms, and disrespect. I can recall a church where the women of the church were so critical and so disrespectful of their husbands that the church leadership had a difficult time getting men to run for church leadership offices. Why would they? Why would they want to run for leadership if their efforts would be met with harsh disrespect at every turn? You men, though, you're not off the hook. Fasten your seatbelts. You see, when the sinful nature has its way with you, you men do not sacrifice for your wives, but you choose comfort. Instead of getting off that lazy boy to help with those dishes that need to be done, that deep down you know need to be done, you would rather drink a Miller Lite while watching ESPN or reruns of The Simpsons. And instead of sacrificing, <laughs> instead of sacrificing to help with dirty diapers or dirty laundry, you would rather run to the comfort of that garage or perhaps the golf course. And when confronted, by your lazy apathy? Well, you will do the bare minimum to satisfy the complaint, and then you will want a medal of honor from your wife for your tiny little contribution in your family. I can recall another church where they had a constitutional amendment stating that 50% of church offices needed to be fulfilled by men. When asked about the amendment, it was stated by the men that the amendment prevented women from taking over the church. However, what was really going on was that the men had no interest in sacrificing their time, their hunting, their farming, and their sports for the church. The men had no interest in sacrificing much of anything, especially when it came to their wives and families. Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, Lord have mercy on all of us. Dear friends, when the sinful nature has its ways, when the sinful nature has its way, wives give their husbands disrespect, not respect. And when the sinful nature has its way, husbands go the way of apathetic laziness, not sacrifice. And when the marriage relationship gets strained because of this, because it's most certainly well, well, the husband and the wife, they they, they dig their foxholes and they begin launching grenades at each other to protect their sinful lack of respect and their sinful lack of sacrifice. The wife then from her foxhole says to herself, as she is throwing grenades, I am not going to bind myself in respect towards a man who does not sacrifice for me. And the husband on the other side, from his foxhole, he will say to himself, Well, throwing grenades back, I am not going to buy myself in sacrifice for a woman who does not show me respect. And around, and around, and around the sinful nature goes, destroying everything in its path. Dear friends, this is the reason why the old Adam this sinful nature needs to be crucified. Crucified daily. If not crucified daily, it, it, it wreaks havoc, not only in your personal lives, but it destroys the Lord's gift of marriage for you. You may say to yourself, how is this old Adam crucified daily? The answer is this. It is crucified daily through confession and repentance to one another and before the Lord almighty yes through confession and repentance daily and it is crucified when you hear the good news that you are forgiven and do not belong to sin but to Jesus dear husbands and wives you are baptized never forget this you are baptized You do not belong to sin, but you belong to Jesus. Christ Jesus, he gave up everything for you to make you his own. And because you belong to Jesus and have stepped into the estate of marriage, you also belong to each other. Husbands, you belong to your wives, not the old Adam. You have been called into sacrifice not slothful apathy. Wives, you belong to your husbands, not the sinful nature. You've been called to respect, not disrespect. And so because you wives belong to Jesus, when disrespect sets in, well, repent and confess boldly and hear the forgiveness of sins accomplished for you by Christ Jesus, your Lord. And when apathetic laziness has its way with you husbands, Repent. Confess boldly. And hear the forgiveness of sins. Accomplished for you by your Jesus. My friends. This is marriage. This is the Christian faith. Egos and self-centered freedom. And the old Adam. No longer central. But finding their end in Jesus. Every single day. And remember dear baptized saints. The scriptures promise to you that in Christ, newness of life emerges as a gift for you. It's like this. The life that you live is not yours, but it is lived by faith in the Son of God who gave you himself, who loved you to the point of the cross. And just as he gave himself for you, the Holy Spirit gives you holy impulses as well so that you will love your spouse in the way Jesus loves you dear baptized saints you who have ears hear yes hear it again you are not free but you belong to the lord and you belong to your spouse this submission is not a curse i repeat it is not a curse but a divine gift For when you belong to someone else, you know what it means to be loved, you know what it means to be respected and possessed by another. You are not free, which is good news, which means that you are not alone in this life, but are one flesh with your spouse if you are married, and you are one with Christ as the baptized, as a baptized Christian. Indeed, you are not forsaken, you are not alone. You're not abandoned, but cherished and valued. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word be speaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org, or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org The, the Lord bless, bless and keep you. Keep you.